Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, who that daily.com is your site. The who that daily.com for the sport who that in all of us. Check out the Pro Shop. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow check out the pro shop and who that too and gold family man we in this thing man we doing it early in the morning much love to the great saint tank tank and like i've been saying for some time now welcome 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 you're now rocking with the sports coma with big q and the guys where we have intense entertaining educating and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam i'm big q doing it up early in the morning on friday fam and we'll return later on in the day uh with some more of black and gold content will open up the phone lines later on uh today friday so much love to the fam appreciate you won't hold you for very long fam uh giving you a shout out here who that to the, the fantastic black gold family members the great saint tank tank uh saints lose out on wide receiver marquez Valdez scantlin to the kansas city uh, chiefs and this one really was looking at it i heard the rumors that the saints were close to signing uh mvs which would have been a really great move to get that wide receiver down here to help Jameis out in a major capacity, as we know uh, that we need some wide receivers. And of course, we've been seeing a lot of wide receiver play, haven't we, family, over the last day or so 
as the Kansas City Chiefs pull off a trade to the Miami Dolphins, man, for multiple picks to secure the service of one uh, Tyreek Hill, which uh, that's a tough bunch of picks and things to give up. But you get uh, a guy, man, wow. We give up a lot and then the contract and it's just just and it's it's amazing. And then the Chiefs turn around and they already signed signed Juju Schmidt Schuster and then they then they get MVS uh from off the Saints uh stack. So uh Kansas City Chiefs know how to wheel and deal to gift their quarterback weapons. And the black and gold man are still working the lines and looking at other people uh to bring into the to the fold. So but that was a big shooter fall in terms of MBS being one of the more credible wide receivers still available uh, uh, at the time. And of course, we get bested by the Chiefs for his services after they they took a bunch of picks uh, from the Miami Dolphins. And then they just build up their wide receiver room. That guy is a, ten, a, a terrific weapon and um, they're going to be happy they got him. So anyway, we got to keep looking for our people. We got to add some weapons to Jameis Winston. So much love to the fan. Appreciate y'all. Uh, being in the stream on this one, man. Much love to the fam. Appreciate your brother Lamar and all the family members. Give a quick shout out to the Black and Gold. Uh, Brian Pearson, Josh Goat, 20, uh, 3, Young City, Night Ward, Who That Dana, Shedrick is in the building. T Dirty as well, brother Lamar, Mask Up Podcast, Etra. My boy Hoodie, what's happening, fam? Uh, Dev is in the building, brother Crusher. Uh, KT's in the building as well. Much love to the fam. Appreciate y'all. Trey Joseph, what's up, Trey? Who that to you, fam? Slim, I see you, fam. Much love. Pelicans Nola, who that to you? Sean uh, C's in the building. What's up, Sean? Ashati is in the building as well. Much love, fam. Appreciate you. All uh, right, Jameis, two-time Super Bowl MVP is in the building. Much love to you as well. And the rest of the fam. Jim Kev, what's up, fam? Much love. <laughs> no, Kev. It ain't going to be that long, fam. So please feel free to hit upon the like button, family, uh, as well. Hit the like button. As we keep going, KT says, if we can get a CeeDee Lamb type player in a draft. Yeah, that seems to be what we're shaping up to. What's going on, Colorado? Who that to you as well? Yeah, and and listen, it would have been to our best interest to secure the service of MBS. But uh, regardless or not, we didn't get them and somebody else did. We just got to keep on searching, fam. Got to keep on searching. So anyway, hit the like button, family. If you're not a subscriber, please feel free to subscribe. Thanks, uh, Sincere and Roderick Williams for your subscriptions and welcome to the fam as well. And also feel free to share the show's link in your social media feed as we get ready down to it, baby. So we open up with this article right here. Uh, it's saying that the best of the Chiefs best in offers uh, from the Saints and Packers to assign Mar uh, Marquez Veldis Scantlin. This is also based on. The article by Adam Schefter, the tweet that he had, the former Packer wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantlin is signing a three-year, $30 million deal up to $36 million with the Chiefs. That basically breaks down at $10 million a year for, Mar for Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. This is, this is called Living Right. Valdez-Scantlin goes from the NFL's reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers to the NFL's former MVP uh, Patrick Mahomes. So it's a big a step up. For him and uh, Tyreek Hill's replacement, big 6'3 wide receiver with good speed. You know, they fixed the mantra and the Saints could secure his services. Let's get into this article here from the Chiefs Wire. As Kansas City Chiefs weren't alone in pursuit of Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, per the report, according to ESPN's Fowler, what we just seen the tweet there. The thing about Valdez-Scantlin deal is that it's probably reported by Athletics' Nate Taylor that it's effectively a two-year deal with $18 million. The third year of the contract amounts to an option year where the Chiefs would likely be able to get out of uh get out of the year with minimal dead money or choose to keep Valdez Scantlin, the max value of the contract could go up to thirty six million. So that's good information right there. 
a two year deal at $18 million, basically $9 million a year for the services of uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. So the latest report before the news broke of the signing, the Chiefs were 50 50 in terms of their confidence in landing them and likely due to the competition. This move, however, was an integral part of uh, Brett Veach and Andy Reid's plan to rebuild their wide receiver core after trading away Tariq Hill. Now, Val DeScantlin has a combination of speed to stretch the field, which is unlike any receiver the team has had during the Mahomes era. And he's not a one-on-one -on -one replacement for Hill because that doesn't exist, but parts of the game will certainly help fill the void. He's a quality wide receiver. Here as well, you can see uh, that Scantlin, they got a picture of him lining up against Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, but it would have been a help to be able to secure the service of one uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. What it means pretty much is that we will have to uh, attend to a wide receivers elsewhere. And, and there are several uh, free agent wide receivers still available out there. As you can see, a list right here sport, uh, provided by SportTrack that shows that Jarvis Landry is still out there. Uh, Will Fuller is a speedster who is healthy, who is uh, drawing interest from the Cleveland Browns. T.Y. Uh, Hilton, who's joining, well, a lot of people remember T.Y. Hilton is one of the fantastic wide receivers in the NFL. He's a bit older. He's been dealing with injuries, uh, but he is being uh, looked at by the Dallas Cowboys. Believe it or not, Cole Beasley, the slot weapon. A lot of people commonsensically are saying, why don't the Saints go, by, go back to Emmanuel uh, Sanders for a year or so, which could, why not? You know, the Saints have been doing that. Thank you, Hoodie, for your uh, super chat, my friend. I'm going to see if I can. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can read it again, my friend. When it pops up there, I'm going to read it. Look like it hadn't updated yet. When I get a good look at it, I'm going to read it, my man. Thank you for your super chat, bro. All right. So, you know, pretty much if you take a look. Okay, here it is. He says, Big Q, I, I was lucky tonight at work. The work at work table, I was serving and on. Hold on. Let me read that again. Big Q, I, I got lucky tonight at work. The table I was serving on subscribed to my channel. And after the fall, told me he was. Uh, he has a connection with the Saints and can give me season ticket deals. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. All right. That's cool, man. That's cool. Real cool, bro. All right. He says, passes. That's too insane. Yeah. You never know who you're talking to, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what's happening, bro. Yeah. He says, subscribe to your channel. Good, man. Much love. <laughs> Keep talking, man. <laughs> Keep talking. All right. Thank you for your super chat, my friend. Thank you. All right. All right, so with that being said, fam, uh, let's keep it moving. All right, he says, got his number in my phone. And he will help with tickets, giveaway, et cetera, for my channel. Super excited, man, on Field Pass 2. It's insane. Yeah, that's good, hoodie, man. Congratulations on that, man. And keep working, my friend. Much love. All right, so with that being said, thank you for your super chat too, bro. All right, so, you know, and like I said, there are tons of wide receivers that's out there. Not one out would like Marquez Veldis Scantlin would have been a good quality receiver, but uh, there are options if the Saints so choose to go back to Emmanuel Sanders, who was here for uh, with the Saints before, who was a quality wide receiver. Uh, he could re be reached to and counted on again. Also, there's other characters out there. You can look at maybe perhaps the Keelan Coles of the world. Sammy Watkins is also available, who is a quality wide receiver that uh, went healthy. Uh, there's uh, a couple of guys, uh, Odell Beckham, which uh, he's still injured. Marquez Goodwin. Was some people may mention of D.D. Westbrook is one of my favorites that's still left out there that could really help the team as well. So, uh, you know, if you stroll or you see a few of the bigger names like the Jarvis Landers, the Will Fullers and guys like that. But the lists are dwindling in terms of getting a veteran wide receiver that has the starting capabilities. And then, of course, you get your wide receiver and hopefully you don't try to put all that extra and do pressure on the rookie to help out. You kind of have a veteran that kind of eases things a bit in the Saints. 
uh, the, the, the rooms is starting to shrink on wide receiver pursuit. So we'll see who's next on the docket there. I'm hearing word on the street is Will Fuller, uh, Jarvis Landry. Uh, if they didn't want to pay Scantlin nine to 10 million a year, you think they're going to go haggle around with Jarvis Landry? If they wanted to give uh, uh, Scantlin uh, nine to $10 million a year, the Saints would have had signed him. But they didn't. They weren't comfortable giving that goes to show you how much they're willing to pay. So that might fit more of the uh, guys like an Emmanuel Sanders or Will Fuller that could fit more of these other guys. That that eliminates an Odell Beckham, no doubt about it. Family system with Q go to get the Odells and all that. Now, if you can't pay nine or ten million dollars for a Scantlin, you think the, the Saints going to pay uh, for uh, north of ten for Jarvis or or Odell Beckham? You know, I, I don't see that if that if that price parameter is correct. If they fill in. Uh, that they want to keep it at a certain point and not spend too much at that range and they're comfortable at that at that line. Then they, you start looking at wide receivers like Will Fuller. You can start looking at guys, even T.Y. Hilton's. I mean, he's a bit old, but I think he's healthy. Sammy Watkins, those guys will come at the price range the Saints will feel comfortable at. I mean, D.D. Westbrooks and all these kind of guys. So we just got to keep on looking, man, and uh, we'll see what the Saints can obtain and also don't forget the Saints if they really wanted a wide receiver that they fancy perhaps dra- uh, trading for him uh, is another way just like Kansas City uh, traded uh, Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins I'm not saying they give up a lot of picks to acquire him but that is another method right now that the Saints could acquire a better wide receiver if they don't like what they see in free agency they can reach into a situation and make a trade for one for another team so this is stuff that we also have to keep our eye out as well as we move forward all right so anyway Let's keep going and let's talk about that because the Saints still have options in week two of free agency. New Orleans Saints addressed two needs at the end of the first week of free agency and another by resigning Jameis Winston. Now that the first wave of big signings has passed, expect the Saints to bring in more players. Now, this is coming from Bob Rose over at the Saints News Network. And New Orleans Saints started week two of the free agency signing period by addressing their most distressing question. Quarterback Jameis Winston was signed to a two year contract extension for a reported $28 million and $21 million worth of guarantees. Now that the quarterback issue has been resolved, the Saints can get back to addressing their other team needs. They already resigned several key contributors, Deontay Harty, uh, uh, Carl Grandison, Shai Tuttle, three notable players, uh, Teron Armstead, Quan Alexander, and P.J. Williams remain unsigned. Well, we know Teron Armstead signed a big deal with the uh, Miami Dolphins, but Quan and P.J. are still unsigned. Now, New Orleans did make a major a uh, contributor lose a major contributor when uh, free safety Marcus Williams signed with the Baltimore Ravens. They responded by adding former Saints, I mean former Jet safety Marcus May. They also signed former 49ers defensive tackle Contavious Street uh, to add depth up front. And the Saints have plenty of salary cap space. They took care of that by restructuring several veteran contracts, avoiding the release of a single player. Will they use that money to go after any of the remaining free agents? Here are some of the best available free agents at any position. Now, he starts it off with the tight end position, which I do agree think the Saints could use another veteran tight end in the mix uh, to help out steady the tight end room. And Kyle Rudolph, 32 years old, is the top of the list. I like that. I do like that. Eric Ebron's also a guy. But remember, none of these guys, all these guys that they're talking about, these guys are going to come cheap. There's, you know, they're not going to be expensive signings to bring a Kyle, a 32-year-old Kyle Rudolph. He's like, why would you bring him in there or Eric Ebron, who's 28 years old, age? Because you want to have a veteran to steady the room. Nick Vanette ain't it. You know, just to keep it real with you. So Rudolph would be a, a interesting. You can see this the picture right here where he kind of uh, caught that touchdown over P.J. Williams in the back and eliminate the Saints out of the playoff games. Getting a guy like Kyle Rudolph who can catch and block. He don't have much athleticism, but you would definitely give Jameis Winston a big tight end who catches the ball 
Uh, he was a good red zone target. They don't have much on the speed or whatnot, but we'll see. You know, so and Eric Ebron is also an interesting option as well. And of course, we go down to it says 19, 19 NFL tight ends had better production than the combined statistics from the Saints trio of Jawan Johnson, Troutman, and Nick Burnett, 21. 19 tight ends. That's interesting. Saints set and watch several talented tight ends fl- fly out of the market. There's still some that would provide an upgrade. 11-year veteran Kyle Rudolph caused nightmares for the Saints defense and family members alike when, when Minnesota Rudolph looked well past his prime last year with the Giants, but still an accomplished receiver that would upgrade the position. Ebron is a very similar player to Jared Cook, also a free agent. Both are athletic mismatches or receivers, but are extremely inconsistent in production and effort. He would drive me crazy, Eric Ebron, but he did improve his uh, catching in degrees, but he's just, you know, his lapse in concentration at times is what kind of hurt Eric Ebron over his career. Now, he did get a Pro Bowl that 66 catch year, but given the inflated cost of free agent wideouts, I felt sure that the Saints would target a top tier tight end and address receiver in the draft. They didn't. Uh, that didn't happen, but New Orleans still uh, bring they still could bring in Rudolph or Fisker, a uh, Fisser on a one year deal to provide competition at the position. I think uh, Rudolph would help because he'll come cheap, he'll steady the, the tight end room, and could be serve as a really good competent, um, mature, uh, uh, I guess you could say a trainer or a you know a mentor. That's the word I'm looking for for a guy like Adam Troutman. So it wouldn't be a bad or expensive move, but it'd be a solid move. And it would give Jameis Winston a reliable tight end with good hands. Not much speed, but good hands and the guy could block. Now let's get to the position of need, which is wide receiver. Now, of course, Scantlin was signed uh, today. So he's off this list right here. He was signed by the Chiefs to replace, well, not replace Tyreek Hill, but to provide wide receiver death for Tyreek Hill, who was sent to the Miami Dolphins for a multitude of different picks. But Demarcus Robinson, who's also a chief player at 27, is available. Jarvis Landry still on the list. A.J. Green, the former um, Cardinal, is on the list as well. And Emmanuel Sanders with the with the Bulls. So receivers was another with the uh, Bills. Receiver was another position that caused an unusual, prolific New Orleans passing attack to plummet to dead last in the NFL. The return of All Pro wide receiver Michael Thomas will bolster. The entire offense and make Deontay Harty and Callaway more effective. This unit still needs another proven playmaker. Scantlin would be a spectacular fit along time as he's big target with proven downfield ability. Robinson's a speedy playmaker from a loaded Kansas City offense best used as a complimentary weapon. Now Landry continues to be a consistent possession receiver who runs sharp routes. Green is a tall in a tail end of a great career, but showed last year that he still could be an effective weapon. Now forget OBJ saints people because Michael Thomas is the alpha of this group and anyone added is just to strengthen the unit around him. I never expect New Orleans to sign a big name here instead of dressing the position with a long overdue high draft choice. So it appears to be the saints could be heading in that front, you know, in terms of the wide receiver play. And really the rest of this article really don't fit the theme of the show, which is basically the saints, uh, just got uh, they lose out on wide receiver Marquez uh, uh, um, Valdez Scantling, which is a guy we like. And remember, the contract with, with the Chiefs player was saying in, in this article is that it breaks down basically a two year deal at the 18 million a year, which is nine million a year. So the Saints couldn't um, throw that in the pot. But anyway, let's talk running back uh, because of the Elvin Kamara situation. Then we move to the next article here. All right, running back, Marlon Mack, Ronald Jones, uh, Melvin Gordon, Jarek McKinnon, Daryl Williams, and, of course, Wayne Goldman, who's with the Giants and then the Vikings. 
On paper, New Orleans running back unit looks strong. Kamara is on one of the league's best players at any position. Ingram showed that he could still be an effective at 11 after 11 NFL seasons. However, a knee injury to Kamara last season brought the offense to a grind and halt. Ingram dealt with his own knee issues. He's best used on a limited snap count at 32 years of age. Kamara also has legal issues stemming from a February arrest in Las Vegas. The infraction could lead to Kamara receiving a suspension from the league. Now, Mac Jones, Garden have all been highly productive feature backs. They've shown the willingness to share time in the backfield and be effective with limited touches. All three are physical runners between the tackles with the athleticism to create plays in space. But Kenyon, Williams, and Goldman have never been featured backs in their careers. Have all of our effective receivers and have shown that they can be productive. Uh, productive rushes when, not, when they have the opportunity. As Kamara's legal issues are troublesome for a Saints team that already have had a tumultuous offseason. It's also possible that the team uh, drafts a back with a day two or day three selection, but bringing in a proven veteran seems likely. Now, let's see right here. He didn't mention, you did kind of mention, kind of went over Marlon Mack. And let me tell you something. If the Saints are smart, they'll go after Marlon Mack. Remember, the Saints were interested in Marlon Mack. A couple of years back, they were intrigued and, and interested in trading for this guy. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. If the Saints were really smart and they know what they're dealing with, Elvin Kamara getting ready to serve some time because of what he did in Las Vegas, and you don't and you have an old Ingram and Kamara being suspended and an untested Tony Jones Jr., you would do yourself a service to see if you can land Marlon Mack and pair him in and put him back down the running back game. This guy is terrific inside, outside runner, receiving skills. He's awesome. You will want to bring bring in a guy like Marlon Mack to help you steady and keep the game going. Because you never know how long Kamara is going to be out. And you want to make sure your offense rolls. So if you say this, the Saints picked up a Kyle Rudolph to steady the tight end room and then picked up a Marlon Mack to fill in while Kamara is gone. And then when Kamara does come back, you can have Marlon Mack and Elvin Kamara in the same backfield. If you can stomach how beautiful that would be, that would be awesome. But Marlon Mack is a guy I really, really wish the Saints would go after. I'm not mad at Ronald Jones Jr. either, but Marlon Mack, it's Saints were interested in this brother before. So if they have, if they're some, still interest there and i'm the saints i'm talking to marlon mack man for real 
All right, let's move on to the next one. This is in the 2022 NFL draft board as provided by the New Orleans Saints.com. This is their take as who the top 10 wide receivers. This is coming from the New Orleans Saints website themselves. So a view of the top NFL prospects ranks based on uh, position, based on their, and as of the New Orleans Saints prepared for the 2022 NFL draft, we take a look at the top 10 ranked players at various positions. And the 22 NFL draft board rankings are reflected of Bucky Brooks, top five 22 NFL draft prospect position 1.0 in ESPN's NFL draft best available list. Here's the top 10 ranked drafts prospects at receiver. Now, they could pick up anybody's uh, number one receiver, but they use Bucky Brooks, I guess, because Brooks, Bucky Brooks is a pretty good scout when he played. He's good at breaking the game down, but they see their they share this particular article, which means the Saints could give an insight on who the Saints like in the draft. Drake London out of USC. All right. He's a guy. Uh, last year, that caught 88 passes for over a thousand yards with seven touchdowns. He's ranked number one on the on the wide receiver board that the Saints agree with. Well, Bucky Brooks, now Drake London's regarded as the number one wide receiver on both ESPN's best available Bucky Brooks top five on the NFL.com. London spent time playing basketball, so his athletic ability grants him significant advantages in one-on-one matchups. He did not participate in the NFL Combine. He's rehabbing an ankle injury, but he's planning on participating in his pro day. Either way, he has proven to be an athletic force with a demeanor of a, pres- of a professional. His biggest knock entering the draft is his mobility when running routes. With some drawing comparisons to athletic tight end, London will likely be a first-round pick despite this. However, 6'4", 219 pounds. And the overview is a big, long possession receiver with the ability to play outside from the slot. London was a top flight basketball player. So angles to the ball, to the ball, body positioning, you know, how you can torque yourself to turn around to make these catches high point in the ball, jumping high, turning 50, 50 balls into a 70, 30 advantage, stuff like that, which is his, his uh, gift at six, five, two nineteen, right? Not much on the speed component, but he does a lot of the other stuff. And of course, the next one on their list is Jamison Williams, the Alabama wide receiver who had 79 catches last year for 1500 plus yards with 15 touchdowns. Williams is a prospect with outstanding athletic ability. He's setting records in high school hurdles. He's having a standout season at Alabama last year. He also tore his ACL in the national championship game, which he, you know, that was terrible, but Williams still expected to be a day one pick, but his injury may raise some concerns that he, he did not participate in the combine due to that injury. But Williams is listed as the fifth best prospect on ESPN and second on the NFL board. He's six, one and a half, 179 pounds. He's a linear route runner, runs really smooth routes, electric long speed, the impact that's game home run hitter. And that's the thing about him. The ACL could play a role in determine his ultimate de- draft destination, which means he will more than likely slide. So this could be something the Saints could be looking at because Jameis Williams gets healthy. Jameson Williams gets healthy. And he slides to the Saints at 18. This is a steal for the black and gold. Uh, but you have to have faith and ability. He can get healthy enough to get to get past his uh, injury. Now, the number three guy on the on the board is Garrett Wilson, a fantastic uh, number one receiver from Ohio State. He caught 70 passes uh, uh, over a thousand yards with 12 touchdowns. He's deceptively fast, which is he why he was ranked third in NFL.com and ESPN second in their book. But he, is, he has the ability to surprise defenders in one-on-one coverage and bring in some contested catches while he has the speed. His route running needs some work. They call it sloppy footwork and lack. Oh, and I see this kid play, man. He He's a fantastic target, a little coaching up, and he'll be fine. Wilson ran a blazing fast 4.38 in the 40 at the combine. He added a vertical jump of 36 and a broad jump of 123. He's six feet tall, 183 pounds. 
and uh this, he's he's fantastic you know he's absolutely fantastic the fourth receiver is a guy that's not really getting a lot of love but people are starting to wake up to who this guy is it's johan dotson from penn state 91 catches 1182 yards with 12 touchdowns he's agile shifty who has ability to change speed seemingly with ease he's not as comfortable in the middle of the field and sometimes can stumble if his upper body gets ahead of his legs, making it easier for defenders to bring him down. He is listed as the fourth best prospect on NFL.com and the sixth best, best on ESPN. At the combine, he ran a 4-4-3 and a 4 and he had a vertical jump of 36 and a broad jump of 121. He's 5'11", just under 180 pounds, but he is a dynamo catching 91 passes for 12 touchdowns with Penn State last year. And of course, the fifth on the list is Arkansas's Trey Burks. A lot of people like Trey Burks. May not have the combine performance, and he's sliding a bit in many boards because of his 40 time there. And he didn't have to, I think he had a, a pretty decent a combine, but of course, the pro day comes along, it should help him elevate. So, uh, Trey Burks may not have the combine performance many were hoping for, expect, uh, were expecting, but he's still coming off fifth best prospect according to NFL.com and ESPN. So scouts seem to believe his performance was not indicative of how well he do in a league. You put the tape on and watch Trey Burks damn that combine and he seemingly uncharacteristic combine. He ran a 40 yard dash of four, five, a four, five, five and a vertical jump of 33 and a broad jump of 122. Burks has strong hands, ideal speed to size ratio, but needs to maintain his playing weight and become more of a more consistent when going for contested passes. Six two. Some have him listed at six, three, 225 pounds, big, smooth, natural, Possess the versatile ability to operate wherever you want and get wherever you need. Uh, he's a mismatch receiver with combi- combination of size because he plays aggressively. He's big, he's strong, and he moves uh, defensive backs with his body out of the way so he can make contested uh, catches. But he's a fantastic uh, uh, wide receiver. Number six on the board is Chris Olive out of Ohio State. 65 catches, 936 yards with 13 touchdowns. He's the second half of the Garrett uh, wide receiver. Olave is ranked as the third best prospect uh, by ESPN. Uh, he has the upside to make an immediate impact on a receiver needed team. He has special teams experience as a gunner and blocker. He's blocked two punts in his career as a receiver. He scrambles with his quarterback and has speed to make an impact on three levels. He's not known as a blocking receiver. Sometimes he can be ran through, especially on blocks at the combine. I mean, you have to get his weight up. You know, and he ran the 40 yard dash, a full three, nine and a vertical jump of 32 and pulls to the broad jump of 124. He's six feet tall, 187 pounds. Just got to hit that weight room. So this guy is the guy the Saints have talked to. They like this guy. He's mentored by Mike Thomas. He's from Ohio State, which means he could be a candidate in the early portions of the draft. A guy that a lot of people are not talking about, Sky Moore from Western Michigan, another burning speedster. He had 95, 95 catches over 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. Now he's starting to get a little bit more attention. He's climbing the ranks. Uh, he was outside of ESPN top 10, but now finds himself at the number seven spot with potential to rise even higher. He was consistently good in all three college season. He has good pace. He can create space with his speed and route running. He ran a 4-4-1 at the combine and in the 40 dash, he needs to work on standing out more as he was held to only two catches for 22 yards against Michigan, meaning he could be outmatched by NFL corners. He's currently expected to land on the team as a backup with a chance to move to start. A lot of people see Sky Moore as a second round pick, but still a lot of potential in his five foot 10, 195 pound receiver. And of course you got George Pickens from Georgia. The big receiver there comes up next with, uh, for his season stats last year, with just five catches for 104 yards. 
but uh, 21 stats a bit skewed as he played only four games of the season due to that ACL tear. He worked on extre extremely hard to get back on the field. He battled that ACL tear last year, but they still, uh, you know, at the combine, he ran that 447 in the 40, had a vertical jump of 33, now he's 6'3", 195 pounds, lanky perimeter wide, wide out with ex excellent ball skills, exciting ball skills, but in a desperate need of an additional place, uh, strength and a clean bill of health. But resilient to make it back to the quickly, uh, make it quickly after ACL tear and needs to show quick cutting ability for route running. But Pickens possesses borderline elite ball skills and in their adjustment, strong hands and an enormous catch radius. However, he fails to put defenders on his hip and command the catches. That's just something you need to coach up with the guy. 6'3", 195 pounds, Pickens out of Georgia. Not a bad move. You can get him. And this guy right here is a guy that's probably going to be one of the fantastic wide receivers of this upcoming draft. This is John Mechie. The third, this kid right here is phenomenal. Speed, everything, catching of the ball. He is fantastic. He was with Alabama last year. A lot of people remember him. 96 catches, 1,142 yards, had eight touchdowns. He suffered a torn ACL in December, which caused his draft stock to slip a bit because of injury. He was not able to compete in the combine. At Alabama, he showed toughness and agility. But he's, he's The guy is just, a, just an absolute uh, playmaker. Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster, in a comment, in a post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together. Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. 5'11", does did a lot for Alabama in the wide receiver code. They project him as a slot weapon, but noteworthy in elements. He can play multiple receiver spots, has the ability to take what the power, the scheme provides him as long as he's recovered from the ACL tear goes smoothly. Mechie has a chance to become a starting slot receiver with relatively modest ceiling. So this guy, is a, he's a playmaker. If you put the tape on and watch him, if he can rehab, that's a big part of it. If he can get healthy, he could be a force for the, for the Saints if they chose to take him later on in the rounds or whatnot. This dude, when healthy, if healthy, when he gets healthy, could be a, a, a problem. And of course, 10th on the list is Christian Watson. I picked him in the, my last mock draft, 43 catches for 800 yards, seven touchdowns. Last year, comes from an athletic family's fall to play safety in the NFL. He has a good size, a blend size of speed and length and offers touchdown potentials through the air, ground, or special teams. In his knock has been ability sometimes to be overshadowed by defenders. He's missed time to jump, causing an incompletion, loss of focus on a catch, resulting in a drop. At the combine, he ran a 4.36 in the 40. He also had a vertical jump of 38.5 and a broad jump of 136. So 6'4", 280 pounds, a guy that runs at a 4.36. Are you kidding me? Receiver prospect with intriguing measurables, strong belief in team aspect of the game. He plays hard, fast, but needs to add a few more pounds. Are you kidding me? Uh, but, you know, to be 6'4", 208, 215-ish, uh, perhaps. Uh, he has a field stretching option requiring a linear route tree and projects as a capable three to four with more work. Same swinging for the fences. They'll get one of these top wide receivers, the top five guys, whether it's uh, Chris Olive, whether it's uh, Trey Burks, whether it was Dotson, whether it was Wilson, whether it was Williams, you know, any one of these guys, uh, they have Drake London on top here. The Saints are going to get a playmaker, no doubt about it, out of the, the draft sooner or later. If they, they can pick up a veteran wide receiver via trade or free agency as well to help. 
and of course several NFL head coaches in Cincy for the Desmond Riller Pro Day. Now the Steelers and Mike Thomas checked out uh, Mac, uh, Malik Willis. Now I remember this week it had all of the, some of the top quarterbacks in the draft had pro days. It started off with Pickett, and then it was Malik Willis, and then it was uh, Matt Corral, and then today was uh, Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. And he did a pretty decent job as well. They had a lot of scouts looking at him. And Senior Bowl uh, Director Jim Nagy notes that the Falcons head coach Arthur Smith, Texans head coach Lovey Smith, Saints head coach Dennis Allen. That's right. Dennis Allen was there uh, watching Ritter throw the football around. So uh, Ritter won't be the only player the coaches are scouting during the workout. Ahmad Gardner could be a first cornerback uh, off the board in April. So the Bearcats have several other pro prospects after making it to the college. Play. So Ritter is a guy there. Do the Saints reach to Ritter in the second round as a potential quarterback? I mean, and the, and the kid is awesome, man. Here goes some footage right here from Twitter of him throwing the football. And Ritter's a big target. He's a big quarterback. Uh, he stands tall. He can throw the ball. He can make a, a multitude of different throws. A lot of people got him synced in as the second uh, round quarterback. But, uh, you know, we'll see, man. Some of these pro days have elevated their potential. But you, you got to like what you see out of Ritter. He stands tall in the pocket, makes and deliver throws. And he had a pretty decent uh, pro day today uh, with uh, Dennis Allen showing off. So some of the, the Saints in the building looking at quarterbacks, man, trying to make moves. All right, so once again, a look at the 2022 uh, free agents that's still remaining in the wide receiver room. Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Will Fuller, T.Y. Hilton, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, A.J. Green, Keelan Cole, Sammy Watkins, Alan Burns, and several other interesting options. Marquise Goodloon, they even have Odell Beckham. I don't think that will happen. And a few other. Dede Westbrook is an interesting option as well for the Saints. But this is a small list of some of the wide receivers that's left. And even yo boy. Traquan Smith is also on this list. Well, the, do the Saints go back to his sorry ass? Who he went out to the San, went out to the Atlanta Falcons to get a tryout there. So we'll see. A lot of moves and shaking, as you can see, a lot of uh, teams are making moves. You take a look at the NFC South, and a lot of the moves are being made by rivals. You see what the Falcons is doing right here. You see what the Carolina Panthers are trying to do right here to try to fulfill a team. Saints only three moves at well more than that, but notable moves that they're covering as you can see the rest of these guys kind of adding Saints need to jump it and get it in gear man need to get it in gear and add some more people so let's uh kind of go over a summarize as we covered the fact that the black and gold uh lost out on Marquez Valdez Scantlin three-year deal at 30 million up to 36 million in uh in uh guaranteed uh, well incentives for his contract and then we covered the article about the Chiefs besting uh, Saints and Packers for the services of uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. The Saints, according to sources, were saying that they were really close to getting this guy before KC came in with the package. Just, just, just take him from the black and go once again. Same thing with Mahomes. Saint, well, you know, Coach Payton said he was trying to, he was going to draft Mahomes and the Chiefs got him. And of course, here comes Scantlin to replace, I mean, he can't play, replace Tyreek Hill, but they're going to add a wide receiver as talented as Scantlin to their wide receiver room. Wouldn't hurt. And they also have Juju Schmidt-Schuster. And of course, we noticed we talked about this one is Trevor Simeon. I don't know if I covered this. I might have moves right past that. Trevor Simeon agreed to a two year deal with the Chicago Bears. So good riddance to Trevor Simeon. Thank you for the times that you gave us and the wins that you got us when quarterbacks went down. But he could not win a game in a starting capacity. So 
He signs a two-year deal with the Bears that was announced Thursday night, the season, the season after starting four games with the Saints. Simmons is headed back to a tobacco quarterback, Justin Fields. He's going to back up Fields in Chi-Town. As the Bears look uh, to build around Fields, he'll give them a veteran addition uh, right there as well. So uh, there you go, Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon is no longer a saint. He signed with the Chicago Bears. We also talk about the fact that you have uh, the likelihood of the Saints having many options. We cover that from Bob Rose. We cover the top 10 wide receivers that uh, the Saints thought that that available in the NFL draft board. We covered the several NFL coaches looking at since he's dead, uh, Desmond Ritter, the pro quarterback. And uh, we, we covered that as well. And also the free agent list of wide receivers remaining. So we covered all that. So with that being said, fam, with that being said, what we're going to do is we're going to end the show right there. I'd like to thank all the family members for joining in. And remember, we'll be back uh, a little later on in the broad and today what well, today's Friday will be back later on uh, and we'll open up the phone lines and get the thoughts from the black and gold family members to see what they think about what the Saints need to do and any other news notes and items that break this Friday I'd like to give a shout out to all you guys for staying up late with me I appreciate you guys for being up late with me I just had to make sure I do a show with you guys we were successful in the Pelican post game report the Pelicans handled the business and spanked the Bulls and uh, the sports coma had to represent to talk to the family member. So with that being said, I'm going to holler at you guys a little later on <laughs> in the building. So I appreciate y'all from chiming in. Please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and also feel free to share the show's links on your social media feed. Much love to the fam, and I'm going to see y'all a little later. Peace. Yeah. Well, all right. Like you always say, welcome, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talk indeed. We ain't like the Falcons, we won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that, who got cut and who back. Rookies in the vets, players you should look at. It's the sports coma, you don't wanna miss it. Got the pre game, party, post game statistics. Get a visit from Sway, maybe DC or Five. It's the hottest thing smoking, big Q and the guys. Go to YouTube Live, make sure you subscribe. In the views inside the Saints locker room, high. Talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton. New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we bleed gold and black. Ain't a miracle or rivalry could ever hold us back. No, Quake, Bounty Gate, let the truth be told. It's the sports coma. All we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.